This is a Music Therapy Chronicles podcast episode with your host, Trisha Coyote. We all have those times and maybe even cycles of feeling overwhelmed and uninspired. We all get stuck in a funk sometimes, and sometimes it's deeper than others. But how do we get out of it and get ourselves back to a place of feeling invigorated about our work and our lives and um, joyful and inspired and accomplished and fulfilled. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like the music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote. I'm your weekly host and a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and consider leaving us a rating and review. We really appreciate them. You can find more podcast episodes, links to our pod courses, the self-care community, links to all of our social media, and get on our monthly newsletter all at musictherapychronicles.com. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this show today, and you can always reach me by sending an email to hello at musictherapychronicles.com. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles. I hope that you are having a wonderful week and morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. Welcome to the show. If you're new here, hi, my name's Trisha. Welcome. Glad you're here. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so much for supporting the show, for being here, for taking the time to listen. I hope that at large, um, you're all enjoying these solo episodes. They're kind of a fun twist for me to share some of my reflections and um, experiences with you guys and try and synthesize them down. And sometimes I feel like I, I share things while I'm still in the midst of it, while I'm still learning and working through stuff on my own. And it's nice to um, feel connected with you through that process and see your comments and DMs and thoughts uh, on social media because, you know, podcasting is kind of one way, unfortunately. But yeah, you can always connect with me on social media or you can email me. I'd love to hear from you and um, have a dialogue going. And if you also have some thoughts, feelings, research, experiences, what have you that you want to share, please reach out and come on the show. Uh, you can email me at hello at musictherapychronicles.com and I would love to connect with you. So lately, as the title of this episode insinuates, I've been in a bit of a funk um, personally, professionally, just kind of all around feeling very easily overwhelmed and uninspired by everything and anything. My threshold for like like my emotional threshold has been kind of low and, and I've just been trying to work through it, figure things out and feel like today um, 
and maybe the past couple of days, I, I can feel myself like crawling out of it, like the work I've been putting in to figure out what's going on and address it um, has been working. And so when I was planning an episode for this week, um, kind of like last week, I had a plan and it was like, you know, it didn't really feel quite right. But then this popped into my head um, to, to really just like share with you guys what's not necessarily what's been going on. Um, not that there's really anything going on, but just just share like what I've been doing and maybe collectively like more people are feeling this way. Um, and yeah, just just validate what you're feeling, share some things that have been working for me. And as always, wanting to open up a conversation. I wish that um, I wish that I could speak to you through um, or you could speak back, I guess, through whatever speakers you're listening to. Um It'd be cool if like, what if I left pauses in this conversation where as you're listening to it, you can kind of just fill in the blank. Let me know what your thoughts are on that. Um, sometimes I do that listening to podcasts. I pause them and think about what my answer would be before the person on the podcast answers a question. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so lately, I've, you know, just been feeling kind of uninspired, like going going to work every day, kind of doing just life things. Um, usually I really try and find the joy and um, the meaning in like, you know, just making dinner or cleaning the house. And the work we do is obviously very meaningful and trying to make really deep connections with people. And in some ways I realize that puts a lot of pressure on me and like my life, <laughs> but it also keeps me honest um, and and my trying to be my best self and my most authentic self by taking everything um, kind of seriously. N not to say that, um, you know, there's an unhealthy amount of pressure, but just knowing that um, every day I'm impacting someone in some way and I want them to look back on whatever experience that is and be, and be happy and, and um, want to continue to interact with me as a person, if that makes sense. So maybe that's a me thing, just putting too much pressure on myself. But lately I've just been like not able to find those moments, you know, those moments where you just feel in the flow or you just feel content or fulfilled or happy or lit up. And no matter how much I think on it, like I can't pinpoint one distinguishing like event or thing and you know that's okay sometimes we don't need to know exactly where our emotions are coming from at least that's my perspective we just need to figure out what they're telling us so you know it could be that um maybe you know this maybe you don't but my birthday is the same week as the anniversary of the pandemic and so when my birthday rolled around this year um you know we were all processing that anniversary and I was also processing being two years older and my life not really looking like what I thought it was going to look like two years ago and not really sure still two years later how to celebrate you know a milestone in my life and, and enjoy that and make it special for myself but also know that the world around me is grieving so much so you know that kind of happened about a month ago um I live in New England so we're, we're coming out of winter and that feels so good and uh, I'm grateful for that. There's 
a lot of work stuff, of course, going on, sometimes in the background, sometimes in the foreground. So like I said, there was just a lot going on and I was never able to pinpoint like, wow, this is definitely what's going on and what I need to do to fix it. It was kind of just like every day feeling in this funk, feeling very easily overwhelmed by everything and looking at things or seeing things or taking in information that I knew would usually make me feel inspired and excited and happy and just not feeling that. Um, and I'm not here to say like I was or I have been in any type of like depression or, you know, if you're dealing with something that serious, then please seek the help you need. But this is just, you know, a funk, a phase and and some things that I did to get out of it. So the first thing I started doing um, is like really, really, really looking for the wins in my professional life. So we spend a lot of time doing our job. And lately I've been feeling like my sessions are kind of just um, repetitive and monotonous. Not to say I'm not trying to bring in new things or make them exciting, but even the moments that used to light me up and bring me so much joy, I was kind of just passing over them um, and not noticing what breakthroughs they were. So if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that one of my favorite things to do clinically and as a person is to make people laugh. Um, and sometimes I, I think anyone who knows me in my personal life can know that uh, I might be even a little bit annoying <laughs> in, in that attempt. But yeah, clinically, I love to make my clients laugh. Um, I feel it's a beautiful moment of connection. It's a moment of release for them. It obviously means that I have brought to the table, created an environment where they feel safe to do that. And also just like laughter is so healing, right? Laughter is so therapeutic. So, um, but yeah, I was passing over moments like that in my sessions where I, I just wasn't seeing them. I wasn't seeing them for the beautiful moments they were. And so I really checked myself and was like, okay, you know, we're going to go into the session today and like do our thing. And we're going to like notice all of those moments, not to take a tally, not to like pat myself on the back, but just to make myself really present. Um, and so that when I got to the end of the day, I wasn't feeling like, oh, what did I do today? What did I accomplish? Like, was anything actually significant? I could look back and be like, no, I was present for all of these moments, um, whether that was laughter or someone taking a musical risk or a moment of connection, a breakthrough where a client was opening up to me, you know, anything like that. I really tried to slow down and notice those things. And I think that's an important reminder for all of us at any point. You know, it, it can become so repetitive and monotonous, um, even though our job can be really fast paced and high energy and exciting. You know, if we've been working with the same people for years and years and we're supporting them by providing um, activities and music and things that they like and that they enjoy and for many of our clients familiarity is really important it can feel kind of like things are getting stagnant and so yeah for me it was important to to check myself and say hey if things are feeling stagnant for me but I'm still having these really profound moments with my clients then clearly what we're doing is working like um just because I 
am feeling this does not mean that they are feeling this. And the opposite could be true too. You know, maybe I'm feeling stagnant and I remind myself to be that much more present in my session and I'm realizing, wow, the client really isn't having any of those um, profound moments either. And so we both need to shift, um, shift things, shake things up a little bit. So yeah, the first thing I did was was just being present more, noticing those moments of success and breakthrough. Um, and I tried to bring that into my personal life too. Like I said, it's, it's spring here. Um, I've been really trying to take note of all the flowers that are popping up and the buds on the trees, taking any extra moment I can to be outside and to hear the birds and all of the... Um, migrating birds are coming back and so it's nice to kind of see and feel and sense that change in seasons as well and yeah just reminding myself to to be present um one thing that I think the pandemic brought into my life and maybe into your life was a lot more personal time um or time for reflection you know we spent a lot of time alone and I found that I could really, really start brooding and get stuck in my own head. And somehow when I would go into my sessions, that was the only time I wasn't like fixating or cycling on on some some inner thoughts. So uh, yeah, during this funk, I've been trying to, to bring myself out of my own head by being present. And yes, there are some things that I need to work through, right, mentally, and like we all need to reflect and all that and analyze and all that good stuff. But also not letting myself just get stuck there. So along that same line with being present is um, taking time for gratitude and and really feeling gratitude. So I know a lot of self-development advice is to, you know, make a gratitude list every day. And sometimes they say, try not to write down the same thing every day or whatever it may be. Um, I My daily gratitude practice looks like my drive in the morning when I leave for work, uh, it's about a mile from my house to the end of my street. It takes me about five minutes to drive that mile just because I live in a pretty rural area. And so for that five minutes, I don't turn on the radio. I don't, you know, take in anything. I just really think and feel about what I'm grateful for. And a lot of times that's the same thing. Um, I was fortunate enough to get a new car last year that now has all-wheel drive, which is amazing. So every time I drive out of the road, especially in the winter, I would think I am so grateful for this car. Like this has relieved so much stress in my life, knowing that I will be able to get to work. Um, so things like that, or I am so grateful for the oatmeal I had this morning and it was warm and sweet and it made my body feel full and satiated and I know it's going to carry me through to lunch. I'm so grateful that I can purchase food that makes me feel good and I live in a place where food is accessible and, you know, all things like that and, um, I'm grateful for the clients I get to work with today and how much joy they bring me and that over time my caseload has developed into this beautiful array of people who I work well with and we mesh together and there's a lot of mutual support with the other people on their teams, things like that. Anyway, obviously I'm having a gratitude moment now, <laughs> but like really taking time to feel that 
Because again, life can be monotonous and overwhelming. And if we don't take the time to notice those things and feel how nourishing they are for us, oh my goodness, life gets so draining, (laughs) right? I think that sometimes we can forget, forget how beautiful the things are around us and how hard we've worked to get to where we are and how good we have it. Um, I think back to, you know, times in my life where, um, how do I say this? Where like access to access to things was was difficult. And so even just like being able to take a hot shower is something I still try and do with the same amount of gratitude I had years back when taking a hot shower was challenging. (laughs) And um, yeah, so I'm not saying that, you know, if you're in like a really tough spot and in a toxic environment, something that's not serving you, I'm not saying, hey, find the bright spot and stick it out. But I am saying if you're in a funk and like, you know, things around you are okay um, and good and you're just like not jiving with that and not seeing it, then remind yourself to take that time for gratitude and presence and let yourself feel that gratitude instead of just, you know, rambling things off on a list because you know you're supposed to be grateful for them. Like the most mundane thing, like I have this pen. Um, This is my one pen and it's metal it's refillable, so it's more environmentally friendly. It was a gift to me. It fits so well in my hand. The weight of it is nice. It has a grip, but not like the plasticky one that gets caught on things. You know, this is what I mean, like gratitude. What can we notice in our life that makes our life so much easier that we can overlook otherwise? Now, the caveat to that, and I kind of touched on, is releasing things that are not serving us, you know, looking at areas in our life that are not breathing back into us the way we need. So there's this thing called the 80-20 principle, maybe you've heard of it, but it's um, this idea that 20% or maybe it's the 20-80 principle, but anyway, 20% of what you do causes 80% of your stress and anxiety. And so this is something that, um, I had heard before, but there was this one time when I was uh, independent contracting and I had this location I was going to and it just wasn't a great fit. I felt like I was like hitting my head against a wall and doing everything I could and everything with the knowledge I had at the time. And I just, just like someone else can do this better. I like dread coming here every week. I feel like I'm not doing anything effective. I'm not making any progress. I'm not even sure what support I need. (laughs) Um, And so I talked to my supervisor and they brought up this 2080 principle and they said, you know, is this location going to this place every week? Is this your 20%? Like if this is removed from your week, Will it relieve 80% of your stress and overwhelm? And I was like, yes, yes, I know. Like removing that, I can feel it in my body would take away so much stress in my life. And so we worked together to make that change and, you know, worked it out that I was like, hey, I'm not the perfect person for this. And fortunately, like there's a team of us and like we have the flexibility to try out something different 
you know, and it all worked out. And that was a great lived example for me to see like what small thing is causing so much anguish in my life. Um, And so if you have something like that and you're able to release it, let it go, like you've tried all the things and it's just not the right match. Okay, fine. Take take the time you need and and get it out, you know, get that that 20% down <laughs> as much as you can. Some examples of this in your personal life might be, you know, making meals. If you take the time every day to make one to three meals and they take you 20 to 30 minutes to cook, then that's a lot of time. So maybe for a while, try meal prep where couple days a week you do like a ton of cooking and then you just reheat things for the next few days like you give yourself some of that time back maybe you've picked up a hobby or maybe even like a friendship group or some other type of obligation that's just not serving you anymore and it's okay to let that go um one of the things I recently let go is bullet journal bullet journaling (laughs) um I've been bullet journaling for years, like six plus years, and lately setting up my bullet journal, even though like it's a creative space, it was pretty soothing for me, like the monotony of creating the spreads, you know, it used to bring me a lot of joy and was a great creative outlet, but lately it's just been really weighing on me and feeling dreadful. Um, Hmm. Maybe I mean to say filling me with dread, like the idea of thinking the month is coming up. I need to make my my spread for next month or I'm not going to have anywhere to write down all my list of to do's like that was stressing me out. So I bought a planner and I let go of my bullet journal. And even though sometimes there's things I miss about it, like I'm adapting and finding something that works for me. Um, Maybe for you, this looks like your wardrobe, you know, you walk in to your closet and you feel like you have nothing to wear even though there's clothes everywhere and you know like finding a way to minimize your wardrobe and streamline it to all clothes that you enjoy wearing and make you feel empowered so that every day getting dressed is easy and fun and simple maybe your email inbox really stresses you out um if you listened to my episode on our capacity changing here's like a tangible thing if your email is stressing you out and like you you just don't get to it the same way you used to, that's okay. First of all, you know, you can do in like your signature in the bottom of your email, like it may take me two to three days to get back to your email or, you know, as I am working to streamline what I do or be more effective at my job or blah, 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 this takes me away from my inbox more. So please know it might take me some time to get back to you so that anytime you send or receive an email, like that person knows they might not get a response right away, like the expectation is set. And then that gives you the space to get to it on your terms, like when you can. I think that's a great example of how we can now be adapting. Like our capacity is changing and that's an example of showing other people like my limits are different and this is one of the ways that I am changing what I do and that I am adapting Um, and showing other people that that's okay too. Yeah. So and and okay, so now we've we've removed some of these things that are just not serving us anymore. And now not that you have to fill the space, right? Last week last week's episode was space. Leave it if you want. 
But if you can, like, engage in some hobbies or do some deeper self-care, spend time with people you love. Like, when you free up that time and space for yourself, what do you want it to be filled with? And if you can be intentional about that, then, you know, it's kind of like a double whammy. You've removed something that's draining you and then you fill it with something that um, lights you up. So, yeah. One of the other things I've been doing is taking time to look back and reflect on my success and growth over time. Because as I've said, life can get pretty mundane and sometimes we don't realize how far we've come until we take a step back. And so I've been looking at you know, journal entries, even like session notes that I used to take or things I was reading years ago or even months ago and just seeing how far I've come and how much I have grown. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned, you know, my birthday came and went and it was like, what have these past two years of my life been? Like, this is not where I expected to be. But now, you know, getting myself out of this funk, I've been looking at it and thinking, No, I'm not where I expected to be, but I am in a completely different place than I was two years ago and or three years ago or a year ago. And that's important. Um, You know, I wanted X, Y, and Z thing to be a certain way and they're not, but I can look at A, B, and C thing that I never even saw coming and here they are and I get to enjoy the fruits of my labor in a different way than I expected and that's okay. So that falls into being present too. But yeah, really taking the time to notice your personal growth, your personal development and professional and honor that for yourself. Celebrate it if you can, because otherwise, you know, those things slip by too without us, without us even seeing them or realizing how, how profound they are. Another thing I've been doing is um, life admin days. Let me know if you're interested in me doing an episode on that. But basically where all the medial tasks that are just easy to put off, um, I pick a day and I do as many of them as possible. And so first of all, checking things off your to-do list feels pretty good. Not saying that should be our goal all the time, but sometimes it just feels really good. And when you accomplish like so many little things that feel big because you've been putting them off, it makes the day feel so fulfilling and productive. Um, so yeah, I had I had a life admin day this weekend where um, I kind of did half and half. Half of it was like relax weekend self-care and half of it was these are the things I really need to get done. Um Could I push them off? Yes, but I'm not going to. And let me tell you, they feel really, really good. One of those things was um, decorating my bathroom a little bit. I had, you know, some, I had like a plant I wanted to hang up and I had this little tea light holder and just to like make my bathroom feel that much more zen when I do get self-care time. Um, So I finally got those things hung up and like, it just feels so good. It probably took me like 20 minutes to do, but it, it is um, giving back to me tenfold because now every time I'm in there, I get to enjoy those things and know that I did it and I stopped putting it off. Um, Parkinson's law is, you know, 
however much time you give a task to do is how much time it will take. So yeah, life admin day is a great way to be like, I have all of these things. Each one of them will only get, you know, 10 minutes. Sometimes they need more, but you know, and I'm going to get them all done. And, and that feels really good. So, and that's, you know, getting out of a funk. It's, it like gives you that momentum, you know, to say my weekend, I, you know, oh, sorry, my phone. Um, I took the time to relax and to take a step back and like, how do I say this? Sometimes, sometimes maybe this is a me thing. I feel like I need to be an absolute couch potato in order to refresh. Like I need to just do nothing. Um, sometimes I can think in very like extremes. It's either all or nothing. And so to be able to give myself a day that's like half and half was really nice because again, I had this momentum going into the week. All these things that have been on my to-do list are like, they're gone. They're done. I don't have to think about them. They're not taking up brain space anymore. Uh, they were the 20%, right? That I've freed and now 80% of my anxiety is gone. Um, I wish it was that simple, but do you get what I'm saying is, is, um, getting small things done to be able to have more energy for the big things. And I'll circle back real quick. You know, if you are like me and tend to think in extremes, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, can be everything in moderation. And, and that's okay. Um, if you listen to my episode with Brian Lacasio, I talked, actually, I think it was on his podcast. So um, check out Voices of Music Therapy. Uh, I will link that episode if it's out by now. But we talked about, um, I don't remember what the original term we talked about. But it was like doing your best, giving 100%, blah, blah, blah. And what I said was, you're always giving 100%, but 100% today doesn't look like 100% yesterday did. Um, you know, you're always doing your best and you just need to set yourself up for success to know like, hey, on the days when I have lower energy or my voice hurts or yada, yada, like 100% looks like this and know going into your day what needs to be adapted so that you don't feel like you need to always be pushing um, to, to achieve something that isn't where you're at that day, if that makes sense. Um, check out that episode. I think I explained what I'm thinking much better in that. But yeah, like it doesn't, not everything has to be extreme. It's not 0% or 100%. It's, you know, maybe today is my best looks like what 50% looked like yesterday. But for today, it's 100% because it's my best. I feel like I went on a little bit of a tangent there. <laughs> Okay, so I guess to recap, um, I'll try and remember everything. Be present. Take time to notice the profound moments in your personal and professional life. Take time for gratitude and to really feel into gratitude. Release the things that are not serving you that maybe are small but drain the most of your energy. And then if it feels good, fill that space in your life with things that do give you energy and make you feel inspired. Take some time to reflect on how far you've come and how much you've grown. 
Your life doesn't have to be all or nothing all day every day. If possible, plan a day to just get as many small medial tasks done as possible. Call it a life admin day. All right, I think that that is my synopsis. So if you have been feeling overwhelmed and uninspired lately, if you've been in a funk, I am here with you. Um, I feel myself breaking out of it. But know that you are not alone. We all have those weeks, days, months sometimes where it's like we can't we can't pinpoint the source of the problem. Um, not to say that there's a problem, but we can't pinpoint the source of the funk. And so by not being able to pinpoint it, it feels like we can't fix it. But these are some ways that I have found lately have been working for me to just get myself up and out and feeling good and um, feeling fulfilled and just better overall in general. So I hope that these work for you. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. You can DM me or comment on uh, Instagram is where I'm most present. You can also email me, of course, hello at musictherapychronicles.com. I would love to hear from you. If you or someone you know is interested in being on the show, please reach out. I, even if you just want to like pick a random topic and just talk about it, that's awesome. I would love to have more conversations that are like that and authentic and vulnerable and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Thank you again so much for tuning into this episode, for supporting the show. If you're looking more from the Music Therapy Chronicles, you can find all our other offerings on our website, musictherapychronicles.com. Have a great week, everyone. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Therapy Podcast Collective, also known as MTPC, where you can find a variety of CMTE opportunities in the form of pod courses. All of MTPC's pod courses are built on a listen, learn, apply model, where you start by listening to some assigned podcast episodes, then move into learning with the assistance of a workbook filled with resources for you to start your self-study towards whatever topics are most interesting, inspiring, and applicable to your practice. And then we finish with the apply section, which includes an office hour and a worksheet to determine how you are going to apply your learning to your personal life or professional practice. You can find all the Music Therapy Chronicles pod courses on our website, musictherapychronicles.com, and you can find the entire catalog of pod courses at MTPC's website, mtpodcastcollective.com. Make sure you also get on the MTPC newsletter for 10% off your first pod course purchase.
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation and got a lot out of it. If you're looking for more Music Therapy Chronicles, you can check out our website, musictherapychronicles.com, for more episodes, blog posts, social media links, um, contact information, our self-care community, and our CMTE opportunities in the form of pod courses. Hop on our monthly newsletter if you haven't already and follow us on social media for just staying up to date on what's going on behind the scenes. We are Music Therapy Chronicles on all of the platforms. Please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. They really help the podcast be more visible so more people like you who are looking for this type of content can find it. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this week's episode, and I'll see you in the next one.